people would think I was mean because I was shy Got because it. I'd be all bubbly online. So when I was dressing myself, I'd be like, you know what? Let's wear all black. Like if you're going to assume that I'm like <laughs> right, let me cold look, or mean, yeah, let like me let me look this. Yeah, let me look cool while I do it. And we can talk about the things you want to talk about. Today I have with me Amanda Steele. Amanda is an OG vlogger, model signed with Photogenics and Elite, designer and owner of her own brand, Steele and Actress. She started her YouTube channel, Makeup by Mandy 24, back in 2010 and has been steadily growing her career ever since. Hi, Queen. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, are you kidding me? Thank you for being here. I was just saying like before this started, but it's it's interesting and like so cool to be chatting with someone who's been like you're still so young but you've been doing this for so long like over a decade right yeah. which is insane you were just like a little baby just kind of winging it and figuring it out in your bedroom for the most part do you feel like are you still motivated do you feel burnt out right now like what's your vibe with like content creation it's tricky there's different platforms that I get sick of and I like need to take a break from um like YouTube right now, I just feel very lost. Like it's not as much of a priority to me because honestly, like I, I spend more money on the production of my YouTube channel than I make from it. I get that, yeah. And I honestly just want to focus on my clothing brand the most. That would be my dream if like that's the only thing I spent my time doing. I love your clothing line, by the way. Thank like, you. I wear your pieces so often. Like, I really am just like, because it's not, I mean, I feel like, a, like a, not a lot, but a handful of influencer girls do do collaborations or whatever, but I just feel like I've watched the growth of your line and your pieces are so cute and I get so excited when the new collections come. Like, I always read the emails. Like, yeah. I'm a literal fan of oh Steel. But yeah, it's really cool to see, but. Thank you. Oh, this yeah, is so. actually a, a sample. So it's Oh my like, God, love. The, the gloves are a little bit off um, and it's like a size too big. I honestly forgot what changes we're making to it, but <laughs> it still like works right now. No, I think it works amazing. And I like, like, this is a really good example, but I feel like you do trendy stuff, but like a little more minimal and like classic. So it's not because I'm really like a lot of these prints, like a lot of people did like the, the JPG kind of like wild prints and like your stuff though, I feel like it's actually stays in the closet for a longer amount of time and I go back to it, which is rare for, you know, pieces in 2021. People mm -hmm. are so trend focused. It's insane. Yeah, I definitely, that's the whole thing about my brand. I'm like, I want it to be the, the basics, like the staples, the things that you just need in your closet. And we're really bringing that back. Like some of the older pieces we did, like in the very beginning, um, we still have like a lot left, but I'm like, it's super sick still now. Like I'm finding it again. I'm like, I'm, I'm loving to wear this right now. Yes. So we're actually going to like do a relaunch of all these like old styles. Oh my God, that's cool. I felt yeah. like it was, it was ahead of its time a little bit. So it didn't like right. pop off when we first launched these pieces. But now I'm like, oh my God, when I wear it out, people are complimenting me so much. I'm like... No yeah. one bought it. No You're one like, bought it then. Let's do this again. Let's do this again. Yeah, so we're going to relaunch that. Do you feel like TikTok? Are you inspired on TikTok right now? Because I, I, you're so consistent with like your reels and your makeup looks. I like, I, I feel like from the outside, it feels like you still love putting out content in that way right now. Yeah. Okay. So here's, here's the tea <laughs> on that. Um, I have this really awesome deal with Instagram. Oh, amazing. And they, it's, it's about the opportunity. So like, I don't have to do anything, but they're giving me opportunity to post a certain amount of reels, certain Got amount of IGTVs, it. and they're going to compensate me for that. Gorgeous. So uh, 
I was having a lot of fun on TikTok before. It was like just like a random fun outlet. It didn't I didn't have, I didn't have to take it too seriously. Totally. And yeah. it also helped like me grow because a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, I used to watch you when I was young. I totally forgot about yes. you. Yes, yeah. I don't want to call it like a comeback because you never yeah. like went anywhere, but I feel like it was cool seeing a lot of younger people be like, oh shit, like Makeup by Mandy's still amazing and cool and inspiring, you know? Awesome, yeah. <laughs> um, but now that I am working with Instagram and doing all the reels, like I love it. It is pressure though to like yeah. get it up and then you can't cross promote. The, like same kind of video oh so I have been not posting on TikTok and that's something that I really need to get back into because I had a lot of fun doing it yeah that is like, true I know it's it is tricky because I feel like with like the content creation it's like obviously the goal of it is to make money it's a career but then the irony is every single time when like money and deadlines get involved it's like it's not as simple as just like expressing yourself you know yeah. so it's like a classic classic case of that yeah, and the goal for me is to work solely on my clothing brand. So, you know, like this is my job. Content creating is my job right now to help fuel that. Right. My like passion, big, like real thing I want to do. Yeah, 100%. Do you feel, since you've been doing this for so long, do you feel like a constant, not a constant, but do you feel a need to ever like step back and like kind of revamp and reinvent yourself or do you feel like it's more of just you're evolving you're human you're young you obviously change and you just kind of like organically express yourself in that way or like a combination I definitely felt a lot of pressure a while ago um when TikTok was blowing up and just seeing like how big people are getting on TikTok and the amount of followers. It's really crazy, yeah. It's like insane. And I remember when I first started TikTok, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I felt old, like (laughs) on on the internet. I was like, this was my thing. I would be the one to teach people how social media worked. And then I get on TikTok and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm so much older than you guys. Um, (laughs) So that was definitely intimidating to be like, there's a a new lane that I was not a part of. Because I always started youtube like i was like the og kind of group of youtube yeah, so yeah. i was able to follow that through but then like tiktok being this new huge platform i'm like oh this is something i gotta figure out <laughs> but I, I think i'm i'm learning now just posting and doing what makes me happy and not stressing too much about the aesthetic right but also at the same time, like, you know, that your Instagram has to look good if you want people to right. follow you and, you know, uh, buy your clothes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, there's that. There's that whole part of it, too. Did you ever try to do like, um, what, like not dances, but like, did you try when you first joined TikTok? Were you trying to like do the trends at the beginning? Because I feel I did that. Like when I first joined, I was like, oh, like this is what you're supposed to do right now. Let me try that. And then a few months in, I was like, okay, moron, you're not a dancer. Yeah. Just do what you're good at. <laughs> Leave that yeah. to the actual dancers. I definitely started off doing the little dances love but that was because I always wanted to take like dance classes or I like have a reason to dance <laughs> yeah. uh, and I never did so when TikTok came up I was like oh this is cute and fun like totally. I, I would do it a ton but then obviously as it grew people got way more creative with the content and now there's endless lanes of content on TikTok That's to so do true, yeah, that I'm like I don't need to be doing the silly dances yeah. I could do literally anything else even just when I just talk to TikTok like right, right, right. just whatever's on my mind people 
love it it's great yeah no it, it is cool and i feel like it's so much more i mean video in general but it's so much more personal than photo like instagram i feel like you look at an instagram and it's like you seem like i mean anyone would seem like kind of cold and like you just can't read anyone at all in tiktok it's like you get people with no makeup on you get them when they're having a bad day you get them when they're like wanting to vent whatever so it is it is cool to have like a more vulnerable relationship, I guess, with your audience. Obviously, then it's like a slippery slope. Cause yeah, <laughs> it's it's a little bit messy, too. It's like you use it as a fun platform where you can be raw and it doesn't matter that much. But then it starts growing. There's more eyes and there's brands watching right. because it's becoming more serious. Then you're like, oh, I don't know how much raw, random slightly embarrassing things I want to post now yeah that's that's so true it, it was like because I started really using it in the middle of um, quarantine and it felt liberating because a lot of like my peers did not know about my TikTok you know what I mean mm -hmm. I remember when like the when it started showing like your contacts and you could find like your contact list on TikTok I was like no like oh I turned that <laughs> off I accidentally turned it on one time and then my whole feed was a bunch of people like i I was I'm like, like, no, do not put me on your for you page, please. I was like, this was my Turn safe space. Seriously. <laughs> like, please, yeah. please get out of here. Okay, so let's let's talk about your childhood. So where where are you from? I'm from Huntington Beach, California. Love. Okay, so like paint the picture of like your childhood home. Are you an only child, siblings? I have an older sister. She's five years older than me. Cool. Um she has her own jewelry line. That's sick. Yeah, so we've always had dreams of like together moving out to LA and being in fashion. That's cool. So it's really cool. We have a tricky relationship though. Um, it's like we get really, really close. We're best, best friends. Inseparable. Inseparable? Is that the word? Inseparable. Inseparable. Yeah, no, you're there. Inseparable. <laughs> um, and then it will be like, boom, a fight, and then we cannot talk to each other for a year. Oh no. Damn, yeah. a year? Yeah. Is it like just like like are the fights worth not talking for a year or is it just like kind of petty and because I feel like siblings can like it's it's kind of petty um, but when we fight there's such extremes that happen that I, I feel like you know like we just need a, a break really what it is is that we're we're too close too like we love sure. each other too much and like we were just living with each other like a year ago okay and so that just made it like really hard right um, and do you guys do you hang out a lot like is it a situation where if you were like hey i'm going to dinner with like these friends are they her friends too and it's like you always have to include each other or do you have like separate social lives it was kind of all together like when she was living with me and when we're on good terms we definitely do everything together have the same kind of friends but it, it was also like a growing thing for me to like get some space from her because she's like my older sister i always looked up to her like growing up and she felt some sort of like motherly like sure. feeling towards me yeah. and like to try to look out for me so when we have those moments where we like kind of like give each other space and don't talk um I feel like it's good for me to like learn how to be independent like I would only make friends through her if Got she knew it. someone then like that those would become my friends so you know adulting yeah learning how to <laughs> socialize on my own and meet people on my own and like live my my own life it's important but it is nice to have a sibling that like I mean it's nice yeah. to just have like a built-in plus one you know mm -hmm. what I mean it's like a safety net yeah even if we're not good it's still like hey I love you forever you know like yeah. there's literally not anyone I can love more in the world that's amazing that's yeah. cool that is really cool you are 10 or 11 years old when you make your YouTube 10 years old 10 years old do you say 
hey mom hey dad i'm making a youtube channel or is it like a secret that you just kind of like log on the computer and sign up so i was just watching youtube videos before i was obsessed with it it's what i would do all day for like christmas i would always ask for makeup and i would do like little tutorials just in my mirror sure yeah and that's so cute i just was at dinner one time family dinner we're sitting down and i was like yeah like i think it would be like pretty cool if i had my own channel totally expecting them to be like no you're not doing that yeah and my mom's like sure do it just don't say your last name or where you live i was like wow it was that easy yeah what did your sister say was she also supportive or was she more concerned oh my gosh during this age so what my sister's like 15 sure yeah her and her friends would just roast me rip me to pieces because (laughs) they are embarrassing like a 10 year old like trying to do like makeup tutorials and like what's in my bag it's just funny like anyway and you know that's like your little sister it was it was like a joke to her it was like funny um but then it obviously when it grew it was like it switched for her she was like oh like shit (laughs) wait this is real honestly kind of good training in a way because like the internet's so mean so (laughs) like if you could take it in real life but i mean 10 10 years old that's insane so you started posting did you tell like your classmates and your friends or was it kind of like a secret at the beginning it was it wasn't a purposeful secret i just didn't tell people yeah the reason why i like loved YouTube and like wanted to start it was because I didn't have friends that had the same interests as me um and I just loved like being online and connecting with other people I was also super shy um if like a neighbor down the street like comes and knocks on my door and it's like oh is Amanda home to hang out I'd like hide all I wanted to do was like be on the computer (laughs) so people ended up finding out at some point my close friends I would ask if they would be down to do videos with me Um, but I definitely like the reason why I was so into it was because I liked connecting and making friends there, like not outside. That was, did you ever like, like, did you make internet friends like right away? And like, was your family worried about that? Cause I mean, I feel like making a friend when you're 12 that like, you can't prove they're a real person is kind of scary for your kid. No, I would video chat with what it was like tiny chat or something, or I don't know where yeah, yeah. I would have like like five of us YouTubers that like became friends and we would just spend all day like talking to each other. We're all in different places. That's actually amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. And they're all like young girls too, same passions and stuff. So it wasn't concerning um, to my parents because they could just walk in and see who I'm on video chat with. Are any of them still like doing YouTube stuff or not really? I'm like trying to think of like the OG, like the first people I became friends with. Yeah. But I, I know I get some DMs sometimes and they're like, oh, remember me? Like, cause some <laughs> people just stop doing, you know, it's not so long ago. People course, don't yeah. keep it up for that long. So you kind of like forget about them if you don't see them posting stuff. Right. Um, but there's just definitely some people that I, I remember from that time and we kind of keep in contact like every once in a while, just like, oh my God, hey, like, how are you doing? Right. Love. <laughs> Love that. Um. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, when your classmates like did start finding out on your friends, were they like stoked about it? Were you shy about it? Like what were the were the conversations like, hey Amanda, so I saw your video, like, oh my God. <laughs> it was only hard like towards the end when it was getting more popular. Okay, sure. Because you know, if you're just posting videos online and people aren't really seeing them, like they don't care. They're like, okay, you're just doing something silly. Right. But then when it becomes like a bigger deal and like there's like fans and stuff, then there's a sort of like 
cattiness and jealousy thing yeah, within that. you know middle schoolers right so I just remember those this one guy um every single day I would show up to school in middle school he would like beeline it to me and just say something like oh like make by Mandy 24 like saw your videos like as as if like he was taunting me sure yeah but like later on I feel like this guy I actually like liked him like he was cool so I don't know you that you take everything like offensively when you're like young and insecure like that yeah um so that was definitely a very hard time like when it started to get big how old were you when it started to like gain traction I signed with my manager at age 13 that's crazy so it happened pretty fast yeah so I started high school when I was 14 and when I started um high school going to a whole new school um from people you know from all the different middle schools I had a million subscribers that's crazy it happened so fast 2014 wow that's a lot for just a kid like a true barely teenager to handle yeah I mean nowadays all the 17 year olds like 15 year olds have like 20 million I, I mean sure but at that time like who who else was there that was that young with that much of a following? There were probably like three of you or something, no? Yeah, it wasn't a lot. I think that's what a lot of my success came from because when I was watching these videos of girls that inspired me on YouTube, they were like more of an older sister vibe because they were a lot older than me. Right. Um, and then when I started, I think that's when people of my age were like, oh, like finally there's someone that's like, appear not right. someone that I'm looking up to someone that I can like grow up with and right they and, understand and you're doing like actual like back to school makeup or whatever and they're like yes like first day of eighth grade perfect me too yes <laughs> that's yes. so cute that's crazy so first day of high school you have a million followers are you like are you like talking about this with your family like are you like do I even need to go to high school should I do homeschooling yeah, so I went to public high school for only one semester. Okay. I was begging to be online schooled starting in like eighth grade. And they're like, no, 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 you have to do this. Like, you're not going to finish. Like, they weren't really taking my job seriously. And they're like, you have to go to school. Like, you have to do it. Yeah. Um, but it did get really, really tricky having a, a million followers starting a freshman at a high school with a bunch of people that you didn't know before. So there'd be people that were like kind of fans there. And then there would be nasty people that want to like tell my fans like secret things about me to try to make me look bad. Oh my God. I ended up feeling like very secluded and I would, it was like, I was pretty depressed to be honest. Like I would at some point go into um like the hallways just sit outside of like my math teacher's room and like eat my lunch there it's like I had people I could talk to but like I never felt accepted felt like everyone was already like was always judging me anyway and it was just too much for me like I said I like to hide be by myself anyway so once it got to that point where it was just like really really making me sad and depressed my parents were like, okay, like you can, you can do this now. Yeah. I mean, it is like an isolating experience cause it's such a unique experience. Right. So it's like, even though you have friends from before they're watching you from the sidelines, like the hate comments aren't about them. Like the people making weird comments aren't about them. And also I can't even imagine navigating like fake friends to that degree at such a young age because like now in LA every, like there's so many fucking clout chasers and whatever, but mm-hmm. it's like when you're 13, 
people don't even know that term yet and it's like you're like I don't did you have people that were like I want to be on your YouTube channel or not really no but I do remember some of my friends being like oh I should have started my YouTube channel when you did and then I would be famous and I'm like I would beg you guys to you know <laughs> be in my videos with me and play makeup with me and dress up all this stuff I would beg them but they were just like yeah you know it's not normal for 10 11 year old to be wanting to learn how to use Final Cut Pro and like sure you know all of this stuff so I didn't have like friends that really wanted to do that with me but then once I got big they're like oh I should have done it that's always how it goes people and are always skeptical and then you make it and then of course they're like oh my god like and know. also like I mean it's like okay you could have started it but like I'm still me like you know there's a re just because I blew up doesn't mean that you right. will too you're like hello I'm charming I'm well spoken <laughs> I know what I'm talking about <laughs> I'm not doing it to be famous so I'm doing right. it because I love it right that's true so when you signed to sorry where did you sign with like the very beginning when you were 13 um it was with big frame okay uh, but my manager Lisa Filippelli and I'm with her today so that's she, amazing that's cool yeah she had left and we kind of joined with awesomeness tv and then she started her own and then we merged with select management okay so that's where i'm at right now that's but. really lucky that you found someone that's that solid from the jump you yeah. know it's, it's hard to did your parents have any sort of like clue about the entertainment industry or were they kind of just like winging it hoping for the best with you when you were so young so my mom's a lawyer okay so that helped like when I got first offers like my first paid deal um I showed it to my mom she's like whoa okay do you remember what your first paid deal was yes it was um <laughs> Kmart style your stocking so it was like Love. a Christmas thing I had to just DIY stocking and they paid me five thousand dollars wow that's incredible and this is before I got signed so I'm like 12 years old so yeah, my mom like freaked out. She's like, we got to find new management. <laughs> and we reached out to a, a few people. And I guess my mom's um, boss's son was friends with Lisa, my, my manager now. Okay. So there was it. that connection and we both got like the confirmation from both sides. Like, yes, they're great. Yes, they're great. Definitely work together. So that's how we got really lucky with her. That's amazing. Mm. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time. Did you do you have like maybe it was the the Kmart stocking moment, but was there like a meet and greet or a certain video that like went super viral or something like that where you were like, holy shit, like I am doing this. Oh my god, like a little bit of pressure was like off your shoulders because you kind of made it, if you will. I would have random videos that did a lot better, like the back to school makeup tutorials. Those were always like a hit um, and that kind of got crazy. And so it would always be like shocking to see what is blowing up and like the comments on it, you're not expecting it. But it was really when I signed to Lisa, they brought me in, sat me down to some like analytics guy, literally made a whole slideshow and was just like, here are the best practices, like this is how you should do your thumbnails. This is how you make the most money basically oh, off wow. of it. So I got walked through and I took all this information in. And that was a moment where I was like, oh, this is real. Yeah, this is real. And I can just use all these hacks they just gave me to like do even better. That's amazing. Yeah. Was it just like not I want to say clickbait, but was it just like the types of like imagery that people would just like would catch their eye better or what types of tips did he give you? I think it's all different now, but it would be like what kind of tags to use, um, what's the best time to upload, um, you know, 
how to find a proper title that's going to catch people's eyes. Um, more just like on like how to run like YouTube studio. Right. So anything on the back end of being like, oh, you can see, look at all of your viewers usually come online like right here. So make sure you upload that day every week right. at that time. For sure. Did you use an editor at that point or like what at what point did you like sit down and like have like a team start helping you with your stuff? I was editing my stuff for a long time. Um, just because I honestly was really into it. Like, I like computer stuff. I feel like I'm low-key, like, a computer nerd Love at heart, too. <laughs> so I really like that. It just, I think I needed to hire editors when it got to a point where I was getting outside deals. Like, other other jobs for right. me to work on. There's deadlines. Yeah. And it was just too much. And honestly, it would stress me out, like, trying to do school, trying to deal with hate comments, like also while yeah. you're trying to find yourself, like you're just growing up. Right. Um, and then I'll have like brand deals that I'm supposed to accomplish, like from like by a certain time for my YouTube channel, but I'm just overwhelmed. And then I'm like, I don't want to do it. Like I just get so stressed out, like full panic attacks. Mm. So then during that time, it's like, okay, let's just get an editor. Right. You know, let's take, take a little bit of the stress down. Yeah, that makes sense. Did you have, um, like, meet and greets and stuff like that at these times? What were those like? <laughs> Insane. Like, I think to this day, showing what my meet and greets looked like during this time is my dad's favorite thing to show people. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like, so cute. He would be so, like, he wouldn't understand the YouTube thing. He was like, oh, whatever, just doing makeup. Like, you should be playing sports. Right. Know? Um, but then when he saw these meet and greets, it would be insane. Like I had one at my like local mall at the store that I made a relationship with. I'd be like, yeah, I have a YouTube channel. This is like, you know, 12 years old. I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Just pitching how about yourself. You, yeah. How about you give me some clothes and then I'll do a haul on my YouTube channel. Like, right. I was negotiating stuff like that Love. at that age. Um, so I had a meet and greet there. And it was packed. It was it was crazy. And I had like twenty five thousand subscribers at this time, and still so many people came. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So the ones after that, like it would be like crazy, like the lines. It was unbelievable. That's so fun. That is so fun. Um. So when you started like transitioning, not transitioning out of YouTube because you still do YouTube, but when you started adding in like modeling, acting, stuff like that. Was it like, were you just wanting to like be inspired and add more onto your plate or were you feeling kind of burnt out of YouTube and you wanted to like kind of express yourself elsewhere? Like where was your head at when you started signing with, uh, sorry, when you signed, when you signed with your modeling agency? So another thing I also always wanted to do was model. Okay. Um, basically the inspirations of like the, the shows I would watch that got me to like be who I am today was Project Runway, yes. America's Next Top Model, yes. and Keeping Up with Kardashians. Love. That was that was my the blueprint. Mm -hmm, that was the blueprint. <laughs> so I always had a goal of modeling, um, but the the number one goal was being a fashion designer. Right. So that's why why I genuinely started my YouTube channel because I was first looking up videos on like how to sew. Then I found hauls. Right. That's cool. You've had such a path for so long because I feel like the hardest decision, one of the hardest decisions in life is like figuring out what you want to do and what you're passionate about. And that's so amazing to just be like, oh, I know, like I'm working on it. Don't worry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like on your way. <laughs> yeah. It's I realized with the success I got from my YouTube channel 
it was insane the opportunities that were presented to me mm-hmm. and I'm like of course I'm gonna take all of these great opportunities and just try everything out that I can and experience as much as I can that way I can really find out what it is I want to do right so when I originally signed with IMG um, when I was 16 mm-hmm. and that was like so exciting so I'm like if I you know killed it as a model and like that's what people loved seeing me do mm-hmm. then that would have probably been the path I spent more time on sure but not really the case <laughs> you know because that's it was, it was a tricky time now they understand like okay there's like s- social media like influencer models and then yeah did and you, now like everyone has to have followers right yeah did you were you taken less seriously you think because you had a following yeah it was like I couldn't go to castings and stuff weird because because of social media or what do you think I mean they sent me to castings yeah but they would never go well because you know if someone doesn't know about your social media and is not looking for a social media like personality to be in their campaign um you know the reality is like I'm five seven most models that do runway or campaigns and stuff are like Five ten, and yeah, sure. have super chiseled cheekbones and like exotic looks you know so if I just walk in there like my little self like <laughs> hi they're kind of just like why did you send this girl <laughs> oh, yeah yeah so the modeling Brutal. the modeling stuff was hard but right now it's like it's pretty good because people understand right they the get value it. they understand the necessity well, of yeah. having like I mean, if you're trying to sell a product then you would think that just the goal would be to have as many eyes on it as possible and if this person mm-hmm. comes with an audience it's like duh but it just like blows my mind it took everyone so long to just like use that little bit of common sense you know what i mean yeah. i'm like how could this be a negative for anyone to have like people that are well, interested in entertainment people really looked down like especially people in fashion they looked down on youtubers because it was at this time where this is when people started to catch on and be like, oh, wait, I can be famous. Like, I can make sure. money from YouTube. Right. So everyone was just, you know, making content that was not genuine. It was just overly produced. And, like, then the vibe of it was just tacky. Right. So. That is true. YouTube for a minute kind of got, like, very corny tacky with, like. Yeah. So people in fashion kind of are just like a YouTuber. Like, ew, like we don't want to be like associated <laughs> but, with that. But IMG understood, right? Like when they signed you was, I'm sure social media was part of the conversation of signing you or were they, was that like irrelevant? It was definitely, it was kind of like their first round of signing like influencer types as models, um, which they still do now, but it was still the beginning. So that's always hard. I think that's what I've, like the problems I've run into the most, like doing these things is because it's, I started so early and I was so young. Right. You were like literally like the first like round of all of these things. Yeah. So. Which is both a blessing n- and a curse. Not I mean, everyone got it. Right. Like what do we do with her? This is weird. Yeah. And I was still, I was still a kid too. So I wasn't mature enough to be like, okay, wait, if I just work hard and I tell them what I want to do and I communicate with them and I show up and like be really involved, then the work is going to come. Right. I honestly just thought I was like, hey. Like, I'm here. I'm yeah. signed with the best agency in the world. Like, literally, yeah. Make it happen. Right. Which is not the case. Did you did you have to tell them, like, at some point, like, I'm not, I can't go to castings anymore. This is a waste of time. Or did it just kind of fizzle out? I mean, I will still get, like, some casting requests and I'll go to them. But I also, like, learned 
I didn't know how to dress to the castings and yeah. I didn't know, like no one really gave me any pointers. I would just look online. That's interesting. Do they do that now? Like when you sign to an agency, like I would kind of think that they'd give you like a PDF or something. That's like, here's the vibe for like outfit, hair, makeup. I think they do that for like the new faces, which are just, you know, random from the middle of nowhere girls that they find that are beautiful and young and want to bring out here. And they just kind of train them to be a model. But since I was different than that, I think that they were like, we're just going to like sell you as whatever you are. Right. It is. Yeah, that's so true. It's so interesting because I because you were like the first round of human like that didn't need this big like machine corporation to like help you get to like such a level. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it was literally baby you on your laptop like solo just winging it whereas like previously you did like a record deal or like a modeling agency or like a whatever and no it's like you like no one's telling you what to do you're just watching other people and like you know doing what you feel that's Mm -hmm. so crazy yeah wild (laughs) just fully fully winging it do you like looking back now with like mental health like during that time do you feel like it's even just humanly possible to like be okay and have great mental health on social media like through those ages that's a good one because I genuinely think no yeah I see the like TikTok stars now that are very young and like very famous they have so much and I see so much in the way that they move and act um that reminds me of me when I was that age wow yeah and I'm almost like oh I want to like help you guys out because it's a really strange time like I, I definitely think that like when I was 16 years old 17 years old I was like the worst version of myself ever because wow. you have so much like you're getting offered everything like people care about anything that you do or post people are paying you like a lot of money and like right. people treat you so important how do you not have an ego and- yeah and it's you're young too and you think of course all of this is gonna last forever it's only up from here all I have to do is like look hot or (laughs) you know just do what I do but yeah throughout times you definitely get humbled you grow up and you realize not everything just comes to you you know like if you want major amazing things to happen for you you have to do the work right for sure how like do you remember the first time you had to step back and take like a mental health break from social media was there a certain thing that happened or were you just burnt out I always take breaks from different platforms whenever I'm feeling like it. That's good. Like, because I'm doing all the reels and I want to be more on TikTok, my YouTube channel is, like, not as much. And honestly, I've had to take lots of breaks from my YouTube channel because it's been, like, tw- 12 years, yeah, that's crazy. basically. And the comments are just, they're not very nice. I was going to say, is YouTube the hardest because it is, like, the most personal? Because you're putting out, like, mini movies about your actual life. So... I would assume that that would kind of hurt more than somebody like not liking your outfit or making a comment about your body because it's like actually your personality, you know? Yeah, that was definitely the hardest part of the comments because I, I, I couldn't care less if you are saying, oh, that outfit is ugly. I would never wear that. It's like, you're like, great. Don't then. It's all good. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm per- unique. <laughs> perfect. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, people are savage behind the computer um and they come at you as deep as they can and when you are being vulnerable and showing yourself online and talking about like who you are and like what you're doing people feel like they know you 
like seriously know you right which is not the case you you only see what i decide to edit and put up online but they really think they know you and so they judge you off of that and like they'll just anything mean like the meanest thing you could say about someone that you like know things about yeah will be said to you so just have to wait for it yeah anticipate it and wait for it it's like it's hard to it's hard to please people on youtube i'm finding because i've done it for so long it's hard to like you know, go back to those days. Like they, they want me to be makeup by Mandy 24 again. They want me to, right. you know, not change. And I'm like, okay, I was 10 and I'm 22 now. <laughs> literally 10. I mean, literally 10. <laughs> what do you, yeah. Aren't I'm, you guys growing up too? <laughs> I mean, I would, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you really are one of the few like OG girls that still is posting like consistently i feel like a lot of girls have just been like fuck this and i respect you for like keeping at it because i'm sure it can't be hard and it must take a lot of like inner work and just thank you yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy do you like do you have you ever been to therapy do you feel like it's necessary like what's your relationship with therapy so i have gone to therapy like three times um, but I didn't for a long time because I like just talking to my mom about that, my issues. That's amazing that you can do that. Yeah. And I, I always say I, when I told her that I tell people this, she was like, oh my God, that was so long ago. Like, I can't believe you say that. But my mom was a psychology major. I mean, oh, wow. minor, minor, okay. right. Um, in college. So I'm like, oh, this makes sense. That's why I can vent to you. And it's like always so great to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't want to talk to a therapist. I went to a therapist once when I had this really bad breakup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I was like 16, my first heartbreak. And I go in there and I'm just sobbing the whole time. And then she's like, okay, that's t- time's up. And I had to like give her cash. Oh my God. And then I like left and I get in my car. And I'm just like, that was awful. Yeah. That like, was horrible. No, I like, I'm like, all these things have just been like, brought back to the surface i'm crying mm-hmm. i paid you and now they're yeah. like we're gonna have to end on that note that's like- the most awkward <laughs> thing the fact that i was just sobbing about how upset and sad i am and she's just sitting there and then it's like okay oh here's cash like <laughs> oh my gosh it was awful but i've i've been um you know i go through phases like i get really high and really low just because my life is so amazing there's it happens when you know you experience such amazing things and like it doesn't always happen and then bad things happen and sure um i will get really low sometimes and then i started to do i think I, it was through like better help have you heard of better help i don't think so it's like an app you can download that you can just chat with therapists oh, like that's that cool. like like text like yeah oh i actually have, i have heard about that but yeah that's really cool but they have like video so i i met with this one therapist and so after that one experience with therapy, I was like, this doesn't work. Like, I just want to talk to my mom, like, right. you know, but the, the second time around, this girl was great. Like, I really was so, I was going through it this one moment. And then my mom like literally set it up, put the computer in front of me and said, you're talking to this <laughs> therapist right now. And I talked to her and boom, I was like, I'm fixed. I should go back Wow, for sure. But that's um, amazing. Yeah. I feel like. I always like to improve myself and try to keep a positive mindset. So I feel like once I get like one good, you know, understanding of what's going on and what's making me upset and what I need to do to move forward, Mm -hmm. then I'm like, okay, I'm good. Right. And then, yeah, it's like, but then it will happen again. Right. Of course. Are you um, like a spiritual person or like, do you believe in like manifesting, journaling, all that stuff? Yes. Manifestation is my 
like everything. I love, that. I love it. It changed my life because I was always like naturally pessimistic, um, very like glass half empty, mm-hmm. thinking, oh, the worst of what's going to happen. And then I saw The Secret, the documentary. Yeah, yeah. And I started to apply it to my life. And then I was like, oh, it's not working. I'm like, it takes practice to like train <laughs> right. your brain to, you know, have the good thoughts in there. So then I just kept working on it, training my brain. And now I see things in ways that I, I manifest that I wasn't even trying to, really. Right. You know, there's some things that you purposely manifest. Like you're talking about it. Say you want to go to Greece for whatever and you have no idea why you're going to go to Greece but just keep talking about right. oh I really want to go to Greece I would love to go to Greece you'll find yourself in Greece like <laughs> you're just like att- attracting the energy of like yeah. the trip to Greece it's insane but then there's there's things of just how I naturally think mm-hmm. that I'm seeing the effects of it but it's almost sometimes bad have you ever manifested like bad things I guess yeah. that's what it is yeah. when you yeah are I not mean, being positive right it's 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 really I mean just the power of like thought and energy and like what you actually what actually comes out of your mouth mm-hmm. it's just it's really crazy when you do because I'm like that as well I feel like I'm naturally a pessimistic person and I think maybe it's because I feel it like we come off kind of bubbly and like I don't know I just feel like not, it's not a facade by any means I think I'm a happy person but for whatever reason I do I'm I don't know I'm just like I have a bit of negativity just like in my soul and it took time to like retrain my brain to be like no bitch like shut up Mm -hmm. count your blessings go to that thing meet a good person then you do like good people come out of the woodworks so it is just kind of it takes but it takes practice and I think it's silly like people put so much time and energy into like their physical appearance but they don't think that it takes the same time and energy to change the way that your brain yeah. works and it's like brains are so much more complicated than like abs you yeah, know what I'm yeah. Saying? so yeah. it's like you gotta take the time so what my issue I would have sometimes with manifestation I'd feel so lost so like if I'm in a place where things are not good obviously your mindset is not positive mm-hmm. and you know if you've ever had depression like when you get in it it just gets worse and worse and worse and it's like harder to find Mm -hmm. you know a positive thought in your mind like the more you're in it so I I feel like I would put on like put all this pressure on myself to manifest so I can be happy and like get the things that I want but it would just be so hard but then once you finally are out of this rut and you're feeling good good things are happening just to make sure that you are like just make sure you're being grateful for what is right coming to you so every time like something good happens I'm like wow I love my life I can't believe this happened I'm so thankful (laughs) my life is amazing and then it continues right yeah so I guess it's the same way like continuing on like having a positive mindset it's just more will come but like when you're when you have a bad mindset just Just more bad bad stuff will come right and then you're like I can't catch a break it's like girl Mm -hmm. stop it nothing's that bad just (laughs) yeah (laughs) take another look at it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um okay so let's talk about fashion so obviously steel we love steel you already know I'm obsessed with your style um did you get your sense of style from like your mom your sister just the internet growing up what were your inspirations um my mom and my sister definitely were into fashion a lot like they they loved fashion they were not into makeup at all that was like my thing love but my mom and I would always love just going shopping even just to window shop like we would go into Chanel and it would just be like I can't believe that someone 
like we'll spend this much money on a bag like it would be just be insane but it would be so inspiring Fast forward a few years yeah I'm like <laughs> now I get it now I get it I definitely love thrifting like that's the best way to get inspo for like designs yeah yeah yeah, yeah I'm sure because and also if you are thrifting stuff you're gonna see trends that people are putting out right now but this is like the real like deal right so you want the so, real reference not the like a trend reference yeah so you can buy it cheaper it's gonna be cooler because no one else is gonna have it right and it's like it's legit so i i love thrifting in that way and i like using it for references for new pieces that i yeah. make because you know trends always come back around it's so weird to see but it's so it's so true um wait i cut you off a second ago about when you were talking about your fashion inspirations growing up it's mostly you would say mostly your mom oh, yeah. or were there any like celebs that you were like obsessed with it was a lot of it was um like the kardashians really because like i said i loved keeping up the kardashians right i actually like i love telling the story it's like when things shifted in my mind for like how i wanted to dress myself i went to you know the South Coast Plaza? Yes, I do. I love South Coast yeah. Plaza. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like not the closest mall to where I grew up, but it was the one with all the nice stuff. Right. So I go there. I'm just with a friend and I see some girl walking around and she just like, she looks so chic. Like she looked famous because she did the way that she was dressed. I'm right. Like, I know she's not a celebrity. She just is dressing cool. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like you can just dress yourself however you want. And like you can, it changes how people view you it's like oh right you know like it, it really showed me that it's a way of expressing yourself and like how do you want people to um you know how do you want your first impression to be to right people? right so from there I was like okay we can kind of like hack the system we can look really <laughs> like boss and expensive and important just by like choosing the right piece. Yeah, it is really true. And first impressions are kind of, I mean, everything. It's just like how you move through life, you know? Yeah. And also I was usually shy. I'm like, I'm so much better now. There's like still little things where like, I won't like to answer like the phone call. Like if it's a <laughs> random number. Phone calls are scary. Phone calls yeah, are scary. Yeah, scary. But um, I was super, super shy, and then people would think I was mean because I was shy, Got because it. I'd be all bubbly online, right? and then shy in person, so they're like, oh, she thinks she's like above us, or whatever. Right. So when I was dressing myself, I'd be like, you know what, let's wear all black, like, let's look scary. <laughs> Might as well. Like, if you're going to assume that I'm like, right, let me cold look, or mean, yeah, like, let me, let me look, this. yeah, let me look cool while I do it. Right. I love that. Um, do you think of yourself more as like a fashion blogger or a beauty guru or both? I think it's more accurate to say I'm a beauty guru. Yeah. Because that's what I do most. But the fashion content does better. Interesting. But, you know, so I'd say like I'm a beauty guru and a clothing designer. Right. So I love that. Yeah. Um, have you been to, you've been to Fashion Week before. Have, did you go this year? I went to New York and Paris. Okay, amazing. So do you, like, what is, first of all, are you excited to go or are you stressed to go or both? I was very excited to go this year because it has been a while since it's right. happened. Mm -hmm. um, it was stressful because basically everything was getting booked 
for me like the day of oh wow like, you know what is what outfit am i wearing to this show today that just got confirmed today oh god yeah like within an hour notice we need to get a hair and makeup person here stuff like that but it's not normally like that it's just because you know we're first time back it's a little bit right. messy so that was that was a little bit stressful i usually get super stressed out in fashion week because you're supposed to be here 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 mm -hmm. if you don't show up on time you just wasted your whole glam and your right. outfit yeah. that really w what matters is like getting the photo right so if you miss the photo then you're like wow right then you want to like cry <laughs> you'll be like stuck in traffic and you're like i'm gonna miss this whole thing Right. So like that's all the stress hard. for what reason mm -hmm. that is frustrating but i just like i love i love going to the places where fashion week is happening even if i'm not doing a ton of stuff because i feel like i'm just surrounded with my people right let's talk about like the design process for your line so i don't know how to draw okay i can't sketch I feel like if I really put my mind to it, I could figure out how to do like the online sketches. You for sure could. You're like yeah. a computer whiz. Yeah, I'm like, I could figure it out, but I don't have to. Right. So it's great. Yeah. So I make mood boards. Um, I kind of gather like overall aesthetic that I want for this drop. Usually there's at least one or two things that I have in like my closet that was like vintage or whatever that's cool. like a little bit off of what I'm looking for and I want to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, for example, there was this red, like, vintage dress that I wore on, like, TikTok and, like, Instagram. And people were like, where's that dress from? Where's that dress from? I love the dress. But it was it was vintage. Like, I couldn't tell you guys where to go buy it. Right. So, you, you know, it. we're going to make one. Yes. But, you know, make it, <laughs> make it steel instead of, like, red and gold. Like, we'll do black. Right. And make it chic and make it, you know, fit properly because this this dress was actually like a part of a three-piece suit oh okay it was just very oversized yeah so it's like taking things like that that I'm like oh I people are asking me where to buy this I can't tell them let's make our own I love it I want it in black um amazing yeah and then that's so fun and then there's a the designers kind of come and go um, yeah. on my team it's been a, bit, a little bit messy throughout the pandemic of people like coming and going from the company it's also like such a personal like relationship between you and them and like making sure you're on the same page and people you know I feel like when you're when you work in like the creative space everyone I mean it's personal you know what I mean it's art so mm -hmm. it's like it's hard to find the right people yeah so now we finally have like this really solid team I'm like so happy Love. about and I'm so happy to see you know what's gonna come out um now because we brought back on the designer that was a part of the very first collection we did. Oh, cool. So she really was a part of it. She understood what I wanted for the brand, like how involved I wanted to be. And like, she knows, she knows me and she knows how to make the stuff that I, I, I liked. So um, basically just like me, her, and then our, our, the brand manager, we'll just have meetings. We'll go over like inspo boards. And then the brand manager will be like, okay, for this collection, I'm thinking we have uh, one dress, one skirt, um, a jacket and pants, and then a top. So then we look through the mood board and we're like, okay, what are we gonna do for our pants style? What are we gonna do for the dress? Like, which one do we wanna make? And then the designer will send back like computerized, you know, images, sketches of, you know, things. How and then fun. we, yeah, then we like tweak from there. And yeah. I go in for like fittings and I'll be like, I think, 
like sometimes they'll send me photos so this is like a size too big and it's a sample so like we're adding like elastic in here so cool, it can like right, stay up on right. you if you want or you can scrunch it down the armholes or the thumb holes i mean so cute thanks love a thumb hole um so i want to quickly talk about dating a little bit um how do you feel with so you have shared relationships online in the past would you do it again i think i will okay um because it's fun i like i like when you have cute photos with your boyfriend yeah. and like cute little videos and but too anytime i like do post with like a boy it's like oh my god like who what's this one <laughs> um, <laughs> not what's this one. yeah no but i've really i have been pretty public with like my like my first two boyfriends okay um did were both of them excited to be included or did you have to like pull them in to the photos and the videos and stuff like that um like the first one liked to take cute photos of me and us so he <laughs> okay. would so that was fine i didn't right. have to like make him do anything but i wouldn't ask him to do do like a youtube video with me he was like more like fashion model <laughs> um, and then the second one was like all about it he was like begging me to allow him to start his own youtube channel Whoa. and i'm like no this is where it gets messy right i was this, gonna say was that like a red flag to you yeah. or i was just like i don't think you should do that but I mean, everything is fine. We're all good. Like, <laughs> he's not like famous on YouTube, so right. not that that would be an issue to me at all. Um, but yeah, definitely the relationship ended not too long after that. I'm like, I knew this. I'm like, once you once you are public and posting, I feel like that's when I like fucking. Ends. It's a lot of pressure too, because yeah. then people are like, I don't know. I feel like with couple photos, a lot of the time, people just in the comments like obsess over the aesthetic of two people and then there's like when you have the added pressure in a relationship to like look happy and cute and like styled together it's kind of unhealthy because it's like it's just I mean not necessarily unhealthy but it's just another pressure added to the already pressures that come with the relationship you know yeah so kind of after that I've tried to tone it down because honestly I'm embarrassed I'm like <laughs> you guys have seen a, a, like a new boyfriend every other year and it's well you started doing this before you even had your first kiss so it's like yeah so I don't know it's like I'm, I'm kind of torn like I like to because it's what I do all day every day social media so right if there's someone that is that big and important in your life like you want them to be a part of it but I'm like, I've been trying to just be low key for a minute because it's gonna be like, oh, okay, Amanda has a new boyfriend. <laughs> it's almost more of a thing at that point though to like exclude your boyfriend if you're doing it all the time. You're like, leave the room, I'm doing mm -hmm. this thing or whatever. But yeah, so we'll see moving forward. I'm just like, <laughs> I need to convince people that I've been single for a long time because I'm like, it's awful. I'm like a serial dater. <laughs> but. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we love boys. Yeah, why not? Have you ever had um, like a like a dating app or like an online dating profile? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What What do you have? Um, I had Raya. Okay. I had Hinge too. I only ever met up with someone one time. Did yeah. it work out well for you or no? It was okay. So it was like 
I don't know, if I'm going to be on a dating app, I am not, like, in a good mindset where I'm, like, I'm ready to, like, settle down sure, and, like, get yeah. a new boyfriend. I'm not looking for bae, um, <laughs> but it's fun to swipe through yeah. sexy men. Right. Um, so I met up with this guy, had him meet me at, like, this bar, and we got, like, along, like, really well. Like, we, like, hit it off. Like, he thought I was hilarious. We love that. Um, but... I was I was a little bit I was a little bit too crazy I think yeah I'm like because I was I didn't go into like this date like trying to like do more right you know I just like, like a have real fun. connection yeah yeah so then when we did like connect I was like oh damn like <laughs> you're like shit if I came in this with a better mindset then like who knows what I got what could have happened but yeah everything happens for a reason I have two more questions for you they'll be really fast um so the first thing I want to ask of the final two is when you're feeling your lowest, what do you do to kind of get you back to a place of like calm and stillness? I really like to reflect. So I don't know what it is, but I have this like obsession with always like fixing any issue that I have with myself. Like I'm not someone to dwell and like, cry over something for a long time and like be really sad for a long time because I'm like okay you know if we could just step outside of our bodies here and look at the situation what are the things you need to do to be better I love that that's amazing yeah, it's you guys try it out because <laughs> it's worked for me every time um yeah I, I have to like maybe it's sometimes cutting some people out of your life that you think are not good for you or mm -hmm. just taking a break from you know, a scene or a place. Um, also, yeah, I just like to think like, okay, how do we fix this? Let's do it. Yeah. Put put some put some power. <laughs> Work on it, and um, yeah, I guess I just figure it out. That's like, cool. I don't even I don't even know because it's different for every like instance. So I'm like, I think the last time I was really upset, I was like, honestly, I need my home to be a more peaceful. Um, private spot mm -hmm. before we would have like people over all the time and like parties and stuff so it had this like kind of dark energy around my own house yeah so you know during that moment I was like okay so I need to like change this you know no more no more parties people are not using my house as the the spot to go to like right. when everything else is closed <laughs> um and it really that really helped me just like noticing like sometimes you need to step outside of yourself and see what influences on your life are not good for you yeah that's amazing that's a very self-aware answer and like i mean that's great i'm gonna, I'm gonna try that <laughs> um and then last question if you could give younger self little baby makeup by mandy one piece of advice what do you think it would be I would say keep going because there's so many times that I have doubted myself and almost like I, I thought like there's this wouldn't be possible. There's no way I could ever be signed as a model. Like there's no way I can ever become this successful or, you know, I would, I'd be way too hard on myself just because it was a new lane like of what I was yeah. doing that there wasn't really anywhere to look up to. Um, but and I would be just like so insecure and like just try to not like I would just be hard on myself so then I missed out on a lot of opportunities if I were to have just ignored what was trendy ignored what the comments were saying ignored what anyone was saying about what I was doing with myself I would be like way even farther so oh. 
definitely just keep going. You know it's right. <laughs> and also be grateful because it doesn't last forever and you have to put the work in. <laughs> I love that. Well, this is so amazing. Thank you so much again for being yes, on. Thanks this for having great. me. I hope you guys enjoyed hanging out with us and we'll see you next time.